1: Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100 Mile Coast. A landscape unlike any other, Georgia's Coast is home to vital communities and people from all walks of life fighting to protect it. Help keep Georgia's Coast flowing at ourgeorgiacoast.org. For Friday, November 18th, 2022,
0: it's The Brief from WABE. I'm Christopher Alston. The late Georgia House Speaker David Ralston will be laid to rest next weekend. His body will lie in the Georgia State Capitol Rotunda for 24 hours starting Tuesday morning at 11. Then visitations will be held after Thanksgiving in Blue Ridge and Ellijay. His funeral will be next Sunday, the 27th, at Fannin County High School's Performing Arts Center. Ralston passed away Wednesday after an extended illness. He was 68. Election officials in every county have now finished a state-mandated quality control check of Tuesday's election results. Counties were asked to hand-count randomly chosen batches of votes this year in the Secretary of State race. Then, officials made sure the tallies matched up with what the machines counted. Gabriel Sterling, with the Georgia Secretary of State's office, says the risk limit has been met. That paves the way for the final certification of the election results next week. African-Americans and Latinos made up a lower percentage of voters in Georgia this midterm than four years ago. Susanna Capoluto reports that's according to data released yesterday from the Secretary of State's office.
2: When it comes to Georgia's voting age population, the 2022 midterms saw a drop in participation from nearly 53 percent in 2018 to a little over 51 percent this year. Within those numbers, the percentage of white voters was slightly higher than four years ago, but African-American turnout dropped by nearly 5%, says Emory political scientist Bernard Fraga, who analyzed the data.
3: But what we do see is that white voter turnout ticked up slightly, and since white voters are disproportionately Republican here in the state, uh, that might suggest that Republicans had a little bit more of an edge this year as a result of these
2: changes in turnout rates. Fraga says while incumbent U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock did slightly better than his Republican challenger Herschel Walker in this climate, Democrats need to mobilize minority voters for the December six runoff.
3: While the lower turnout rates in November for african American and Latino or Hispanic voters, you know, implies there's more work to do. Um, it also says that the Democrats, if they're able to effectively mobilize voters of color, and not have such a large drop in turnout in the runoff, then Warnock might very well be reelected.
2: Meanwhile, Herschel Walker is getting support from Governor Brian Kemp in the runoff. Kemp Handley won re-election earlier this month. The December 6th election will be the first runoff under Georgia's new election law, which shortened the time parties have to mobilize voters from nine weeks to just four. Susanna Capelluto, WABE News.
0: Georgia officials are asking the state Supreme Court to immediately block a judge's ruling which struck down the state's abortion ban. The result of the judge's ruling this week immediately allowed the procedure to again be performed beyond about six weeks of pregnancy. The state attorney general's office said in court documents filed today that the decision by Fulton Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney had no basis in law or common sense. It asked the high court for an order immediately putting McBurney's decision on hold while the justices take more time to consider an appeal. The Department of Homeland Security is remaining tight-lipped about its investigation into how gynecological procedures were approved at South Georgia's Irwin Detention Center. WABE criminal justice reporter Shemaine Cruz reports advocates want an update on the agency's investigation into the facility.
4: The request from advocates comes after a Senate subcommittee found evidence of widespread medical abuse against women who were held in immigration detention at Irwin. The Department of Homeland Security, however, will not comment on the status of its investigation into the facility. Advocates call the delay appalling, especially because Irwin is still being used to detain people. And the private contractor, LaSalle Corrections, continues to manage the facility. It had referred patients to the doctor at the center of the investigations. Dr. Mahendra Amin reportedly stopped treating Irwin's female detainees after the allegations came to light. Shemaine Cruz, WABE News.
0: The runoff candidates Rafael Warnock and Herschel Walker are on the campaign trail, and so is our Georgia Votes 2022 podcast team. A new development, a judge ruled late Friday that counties must have the option to allow for early voting on the Saturday following Thanksgiving. The Secretary of State had said Georgia law forbid it, he plans to appeal. But now, more from WABE's Susanna Capilouto, Raul Valley, and Sam Greenglass, and Emma Hurt with Axios
2: Atlanta. Now, you three have been out on the campaign trail for this runoff. Are you hearing anything different, or are the arguments the same? Are they sticking to talking points? What's the vibe here? I think the most
1: noteworthy thing we've heard so far is Governor Brian Kemp is joining Herschel Walker on the campaign trail this Saturday. Look, they've effectively run separate campaigns. They even held competing election eve rallies less than a mile apart. So for me, those two being on the stage together campaign together is, is is noteworthy. More importantly, the Kemp camp, camp behind the scenes is giving the Walker campaign significant help. And this is a story that we saw reported by Politico, which involved Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Governor Kemp is lending much of this machine, this operation that he built because of some of the distrust he had with the state Republican Party. So this is going to be important because this is a turnout election. So what you're seeing is whether it's going to be data operations that are going to be lent, actual data, volunteers, staffing, again, in in a race where it's all going to be about turnout for a single race, this is one of those things that can make a big difference
4: yeah I think it's an important point role It's a huge game changer for Walker because during the general election, Kemp's operation could only campaign for the state level ticket. they couldn't campaign for Walker now they're fully focused on him, so that'll be a big change because as we know, this runoff, like all elections, but in particular, this runoff is going to be about turnout. like nobody knows exactly which voters are going to be motivated to show up. There are so many strange dynamics at play here, and so to have An infrastructure like the one that Kemp spent millions building is a huge advantage for Walker.
3: So let's talk for a moment about the messages that we're hearing from these two candidates on the campaign trail as they embark on their runoff races. Warnock is rolling out a very... Clear runoff message. This is not about Democrats or Republicans, he has said. The race is about competence and character. We hear those two words coming up again and again when Warnock is on the stump in these runoffs. It is a very clear play for those Kemp Warnock voters that we've talked so much about over the course of this election. Walker, on the other hand, uh, Emma and I were at his rally in McDonough this week. And Emma, tell me if you feel differently, but to me, it read as very much the same message. As the last few months of this race that we've heard again and again, Uh, I mean, a good chunk was spent criticizing trans people in sports and the military. And when he did get to what many Republicans say should be driving his runoff message, you know, this focus on the economy, on Biden and Democrats control of Washington, it came in this kind of confusing statement. We got people in Washington that gotten too weak.
0: All they want to do is let people ride their bike. That's what Senator Warnock is doing. Let Joe Biden ride his bike because he voted with him 96% of the time, which means he don't know what he's doing or he seemed to love Joe Biden. I don't know which one it is, but I can tell you both of them is wrong.
4: Yeah, I think you're right, Sam. I mean, it feels like almost exactly the same message that he's been making in the final couple months of the general. And it is ironic if you think about what Mitch McConnell said this week, that that Republicans need to be appealing to centrist, moderate, independent voters. Walker's campaign style right now doesn't seem to be doing that.
0: And you can hear more about how the Georgia runoff election is shaping up now that former President Trump announced he's running for another term. That's on the full episode of Georgia Votes 2022. Find it wherever you get your
4: podcasts.
0: Number one ranked University of Georgia is trying to complete its second straight undefeated Southeastern Conference regular season. The Bulldogs visit Kentucky this weekend in a game that's looking less competitive than it once did. There was a lot of excitement for Georgia's final SEC game earlier in the season, back when the Wildcats were ranked as high as number seven nationally. Now they're coming off a home loss to Vanderbilt. Meanwhile, Georgia has already clinched a spot in the SEC championship game against number six LSU. Kickoff is at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. That's it for The Brief. You can find more local news at WABE.org. Alex Helmick is our managing editor. I'm Christopher Alston. Amplifying Atlanta, it's 90.1 WABE.